0: Down to the end. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. If this doesn't work, we're we're done. There's no more expansion. They didn't want to come to Milwaukee. They were going to find other markets. And this was, we were lucky. Seattle couldn't find a buyer. And it was the five and a half years was really tough. But but that night was just I can still remember I I was overcome. Oh my goodness.
1: That's a good point. There were people in baseball, I think it was former Commissioner Eckert who said if Milwaukee wants baseball it can go to Chicago for it after the Braves had left. Bowie Kuhn, the commissioner at the time, was one of the lawyers that helped Bill bartholomew move the Braves to Atlanta. Oh that's true. You had people that didn't want this city to have a second chance. There's no question about it. For whatever reason I, they were mad because just- County
0: and state had sued him. We had no other choice, and that was 1964. It started 65, 66. We got to the state supreme court in 67 and lost there four to three. And it was uh, it was a painful period.
1: Yeah, you were paying for the sins of others. I mean, there were a lot of bad, nasty things that were said both ways, but the, some out of Milwaukee, too, from some politicians at the time. You, right. c- you can almost understand why Major League Baseball was like, oh, yeah, well, to hell with you. You're, you're not getting a team, if if that's your attitude about us. Well,
0: that's true. They, there's no question. They would do everything they can to keep the team out. Now, once we got it, it was different. Bowie became a great friend, and... and uh, I think in a certain sense, there were some people who fought us, but knew it was wrong. And so once we got in, I would say this, not only did the anger disappear, but they couldn't have been more friendly.
1: That was a bad team you inherited from Seattle.
0: No, they were bad. We were, we were an expansion team. and those days, expansion was a painful process for everybody. I think I underestimated it was the anger towards baseball by the Milwaukee fans. And they were right. They were right to have anger. Yeah, what were the fans angry about? Because their team had taken away from them. They were bitter. And the way it went, the way it was
1: they were angry, Gene. Angry. At the end of that 1970 season, year one is in the books, final out is made. What did you know then that you didn't know on opening day that April?
0: Uh, that we had a front office that needed a complete restructuring we had inherited from Seattle, and I knew then that if we were going to do the things that I wanted them to do
1: we weren't going to do it with this group, so you made the purge in the off season, yes, it took some time for your team to get some traction, but it worked out in the end by the end of the seventies. You had a powerhouse,
0: you know it was really interesting, you know I'm proud of that when you think about it um, and we had several office changes. Uh, Harry Dalton came in 1977. But in the meantime, through some good drafting and good work, Jim Bomber did a good job. Um, Charlie Moore came on. Robin Young came after the 73 season. You know, by 1978, Harry was here. George Bamberger, maybe my favorite all-time baseball personality. Paul Mowler had been our first round draft choice in 77. So along with Charlie Moore, Gorman, Thomas, who had gone around and around. and We had gotten Cecil Cooper in a trade, my only trade I ever made. Um, Bambi did a sensational job. And slowly but surely built it up. In 78, we won 93 games. In 79, we won 95 games. didn't win either yet, but we were good.
1: Commissioner Emeritus Bud Seelig talking about the first season of Milwaukee Brewers baseball in 1970, 50 years ago this week. He gets the call, the bankruptcy judge gives the pilots to Bud Seelig and the Brewers were born. We'll have part two of my chat with the Commissioner Emeritus about what he thinks baseball should do amid the coronavirus pandemic and the shutdown. That'll be at 721. no template for what baseball is going through right now. It's been through world wars, job actions, strikes, you name it. There's never been a pandemic that baseball has had to deal with. What's your advice moving forward? Do you you talk to your successor, Rob Manfred, about this? Oh,
0: of course I I do. Yes, I do. Quite often. But, look, there's nothing you can do. Um, Baseball... You've heard me say over and over, Gene, is a social institution and um, it's got to be and do what it should do. Hopefully at some point in May, June, whenever, um, we'll be ready to play and serve the same kind of role we did after 9-11. But I know how difficult this is. It's a terrible time for a lot of people and I just hope people will stay healthy and we'll get this over, as you said, as soon as we can.
1: How does baseball balance the realities of what you just alluded to, the fact people are dying, people are getting sick by the tens of thousands because of this with no vaccine in sight? And then there are the business realities, the revenue pressures, and all that other stuff that goes on with keeping the game afloat. How do you balance those two considerations?
0: Well, you do balance them, but but what you find is you say is... uh, yeah, I said before, you have to do what's really socially correct, and we just have to be good citizens, and when we're ready to play, we'll be ready to play.
1: Have you discussed the options? I know uh, some of the baseball columnists have, have spitballed all kinds of things about what happens once baseball gets the green light to resume, like maybe, maybe even starting without fans in the stands just to get some games going, um, maybe relocating some games.
0: There have been a lot of suggestions. Some of them I are sort of silly in a way, but but I but what I, what I would say to you is um, that we'll do what's in our fans' best interest and our best interest. If it means doing that at the start, we'll do that. But I, I would hope that once we resume, we're really ready to resume, or we shouldn't resume.
1: Which ones strike you as silly, off top of the head?
0: Um. Well, I don't know you know um i just I've heard a lot of suggestions. I haven't pay a lot of attention. We I mean, need the idea of playing in empty stadiums. Let's hope that we don't need to do that. Let's hope we're coming back at the right time.
1: How about canceling the all star game to make room for more regular season games?
0: Look, that's something that Rob's going to have to work out. I mean they they you know they want to play later and and play as much as possible i'm I'm all for that.
1: And how about a non-traditional postseason, maybe an expanded tournament or something like that? Do you think that should be in play? Gee,
0: I'm going to let them work all that out. they got a million ideas, and um, and I certainly will talk to them about it, but you know, time will tell.
1: I suppose it's got to be hard for traditionalists in baseball who want to see 162 games, a World Series with playoffs, and all the, all the usual trappings. And then again, the cold, hard realities of trying to deliver a product that's going to Put fans back in the seats, entertain them, and give them a season that's that's worth their 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 while, their ticket price.
0: Well, I said before, life is nothing but a series of adjustments, and that's what our guys will have to do. And so will every every everything else. Not only baseball, everything else.
1: Remember when our biggest problem was the Houston Astros sign stealing scandal?
0: Yeah, well, it was then, but it isn't now. Although we'll see how that works out. But you know. I mean, this is just stunning. But I, I have great faith that we'll be able to not only resume, but but we'll make all the adjustments that we have to make,
1: Commissioner. And that's
0: what makes it a great. That's what makes it a great social institution.
1: Commissioner Emeritus Bud Seelig, former Brewers owner, uh, speaking about the ongoing COVID nineteen pandemic. You know, I was wrong. Baseball has had to deal with pandemics before. Spanish flu, 1918, oh, just did a quick search. The season went on. There was a lot of consternation about whether or not it should continue. And uh, from what I was able to read briefly, they've shortened the season a little bit because of the outbreak. They didn't want people gathering in big groups. It right. was, I guess, the only year that they played... All of the World Series games in October, in, in September, instead of uh, lingering into October, they wrapped up the World Series extra quick. I'm going to do some more reading on that. We'll have some more on baseball and pandemics uh, maybe tomorrow, if I can turn it around fast enough.